Welcome once again to, to the, the Brain Candy, Candy Podcast. It's the best kind of podcast. It's my kind of podcast. And it's your kind of podcast. Isn't that how you go? And you go, it's a your kind of podcast. What's the ending of the song? Usually you just laugh and interrupting me. <laughs> Welcome to I Brain Candy. I don't even know. I just feel it. <laughs> yeah. Susie here, and I'm with Sarah. Hi, friends. We have been lately doing some stuff about real world, which you guys have enjoyed, I, th- I think, thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a little different. We're going to talk about some celebrity stuff, entertainment stuff. Celebrity gossip and you juicy guys. scoops and secrets. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> get out your tabloid magazines and let's go get our nails done. I have, like, I'm not a big you know, celebrity right. watcher, right? But yeah. there are things that pile up, and I feel like we should discuss. Sure are. So today's the day for that. And there are some things that happen that you have to be living under a fucking rock to That's miss out. That's true. That's true. And the way that social is, like, mm-hmm. if you don't know what's going on, you're really out of the loop, right? Um, before we start that, um, I want to encourage you guys to check out our Patreon. We, even though we did just meet our goal. Thanks to all of you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, but we are put posting a lot of um, 15 Minutes of Blame and uh, Q&As lately because the challenge invasion has been going on and you guys are just clamoring for content. Yep. Also, thank you for all of you guys who left five-star reviews on iTunes. We have been loving seeing those. And we read them all. We read them all. Um there was one that said something the other day, and I was crabby about it. <laughs> oh, funnily enough, what? it's probably appropriate to mention it now. They were complaining about how like we act like we love science and stuff, but then we're like, did you guys hear about Brad Pitt? Oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> hey, I don't think it's mutually exclusive. Like, it's not. You can totally love both. Right, and th- that's actually what I really like about Teen Vogue lately. <gasps> yes, yeah. you know what? I totally agree. They have yeah. really been up in the content. I think that's cool to be well-informed and also to appreciate maybe a miniskirt or a, you know, a pair yes. of shoes or a celebrity story. It's fine. Right. We can be both. Yeah. That was kind of my gripe about the my MBL. I thing. knew you were going to say that. Oh, I knew it. We can be smart and superficial. <laughs> Correct. Um, okay. So, yeah, I wanted yeah, modern to. Women, we can have it all. The thing, the thing that really was on my mind lately, whenever I was in Hawaii, actually, mm-hmm. was the death of Aaron Moran from Happy Days. Mm. Hmm. Um. You always not love, but are. Yeah, I'm super into old shows and stuff, mm-hmm. and so I followed her career for a while, and you know she was technically kind of like a child actor because when she first started on the show she was like preteen maybe 12 mm-hmm. that age range and then the show was such a huge hit and then they had the spin-off of Joni Loves Chachi right and that was a huge hit and she was super cute and um you she know, was just the quintessential look of somebody from that era yeah right because you haircut. could almost like swap her out with that brown-haired lady from three's company yeah you know like yeah there's what, a few of them you can Janet. probably yes oh my god you're totally right you know it was a look yeah it was a very look. stylish at the time mm-hmm. um but then i remember when she went on celebrity we- fit Club, oh, Fit Club. I believe it was. Yes, yes, yes. It was Celebrity Fit Club. And I think that's what it was. And she was clearly not at her best self. Uh-uh. And then I remember reading that she was living in a trailer park. <sighs> it does look like so that. So back in the day. Oh, my God. This is something so people don't realize about shows from like the 50s and 60s and even some of the shows from the 70s is that. Back then, they had no concept of syndication. There was no such thing. So the contracts didn't include money right. for all of the gazillion times the shows ran after like ten, after 10 repeats. The cast stopped getting paid. Oh. That was true for the Brady Bunch and How like Gilligan's Island. Sad. And that's why they ran so many times because they didn't, the money went straight to the creators oh and the networks. God. And not to the talent. Of course. So you would have all of the negative things about being uber famous without the cash. Oh my God. And that's a recipe for disaster. Yes, it is. 
And there's some uh, groups now. Oh, God, that just makes There's me this sad. kid named, well, he's not a kid anymore. He's an old man, but he was a kid named Johnny Whitaker, and he was on a show called, uh, what the heck was it called? With Buffy and I think a family. Ooh, oh, this is going to bother me. Uh, he's super cute. And he started an family ad- affair. Yes. Yeah. Family affair. And he started an advocacy group for child actors, which I think is lovely. That is. And my friend, well, Oliver from the Brady Bunch, his name is Robbie Rist. He's my friend. Cause I interviewed him on the Meisterpiece, and he's in that group. And he says they have like a private Facebook page and they talk about some it, of the, you really do need support. Cause it's a totally different, like our lifestyles, the weird and wacky that fits in there. Yes. Because she fell on hard times. She started Ugh. abusing alcohol and maybe drugs. There's a weird Howard Stern clip that I cannot find. <gasps> what? Where she, Aaron Moran was being interviewed and he was like doing his thing and he, you know, pushes and pushes and he was like, were you ever sexually abused on um, happy oh by, by anyone God. on happy days? And if you watch her face, she was, she looked. Like it was like the blood went away from her face and she just nodded and started weeping. And then she did. Howard moved on. Oh God, that makes me sick. And then she later said, oh no, 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 nobody did. But Come it, on. But in that moment it was like a, a real, <sighs> something terrible happened. That was just on Law and Order last night. What was? Which made me tweet out, like, isn't it funny when Law & Order says, not based on any, and we're like, mm-hmm. Why do they yeah, say right. that? Like, to get out of any trouble. When we're like, oh, you mean your entire episode on Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> and you called him, like, Will O'Malley? You might as well. <laughs> they do stuff like that? No, they don't, but they should. It's, like, so obvious. In the previews, they'll say something like, Ripped from the headlines. And then right before the episode starts, they say, the following is not based it's on... It's fictional. It's fictional and it's Why not based on any Why do they say ripped from definitely. the headlines and then pretend mm-hmm. like it's not? Right. That's weird. It is. And I was like, mm-hmm. So they, <laughs> they totally do that with all of them. Well, so apparently the... the what do they call that? Death... Um... Defamation of character? <laughs> no. I mean, like the autopsy, but oh. it wasn't an. <laughs> totally o- I was saying death, something. The cause of death oh, okay, was yeah. said to be um, stage four cancer, but before that, her cause. Of yeah, death. before okay. that news came out, she died so young, fifty nine, that everyone sort of thought, well, it was like, um, yes, like. Dana Plato yes. from Different yeah. Strokes, or right. was like, <laughs> I remember. By the way, as an aside, when Dana Plato died. She was the girl on Different Strokes, and she was also a notorious addict and struggled her whole life. And the I remember watching the news the day she died, and she had these friends that were total lowlifes. And the guy was like, just because there was a syringe, a bong, <laughs> a empty vodka bottle next to her dead body, don't mean she was an addict. Uh-huh. And I if was, it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck. I mean, I guess you're right, sir, yeah. but maybe you shouldn't be bringing that up yeah. in this news report. Oh, God. That's um, so sad. But this was like that where everyone thought, okay, we know how she died. Right. And Scott Bayo spoke out and said, you know, I was sad to hear this news, but I wasn't surprised because if you drink and do drugs, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And he's chachi, and he's not supposed to speculate number one and people really got mad at him for that because especially when they found out oh actually it was stage four cancer scott oh i mean not to say it didn't contribute Chachi kept his nose clean the entire time either let's (laughs) be real i think he kept his nose clean his dick on the other hand (laughs) i'm pretty sure there you go was uh usually some sort of angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
And then Aaron, this is so weird, this whole episode so far. Aaron came out one time and said on, I think it was on Howard Stern, that Scott Bayo had a tiny wiener. Oh my god, I just saw that. I just pulled it up. It said, I mean, I didn't pull that up in particular, but I just typed in Aaron Marin's name and it came up uh, like... Scott Bayo's family defends his small penis, and I was like, what "Oh my the god, fuck? that is ridiculous!" Let me see what it says. It's real funny. Whatever I, it says here, Scott Bayo's wife defends his penis in feud with Aaron Murren's family. Yeah, until they break up. That's always like, yeah, what happens when people, when women break up with their boyfriend. They are when they're together. They're always like, "It's perfect," and then they break up, and they're like, "It was this big." Yeah. Um, anyway, the whole situation's really sad, and Scott Bayo, come on, dude. People give him a really hard time because he supports Trump, and he will... Boy, does he. I mean, but he will fight with anyone on Twitter. Like, if you... He does... He's one of those stars that search their own name. Just his name without the handle. Yeah, yeah, And he'll yeah. block you and respond when you didn't even tag him. You just That's wrote his so name. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. And people are always like, get a job. And he's like, I don't need one. Because he's fine. He did Charles in Charge. Mm-hmm. He has residual money. Mm-hmm. Did you watch um, when he did a reality show? Yeah, I did for like a second. What was it? Scott Bayo is 49 and single or something like that. Oh, you know, you know who else I watched that... I, it was like a guilty pleasure for a while. Is the Brady Bunch guy with his model girlfriend? Oh my God, Christopher Knight yes. and Adrian Curry. Yes, right. Oh my God, that. What was did a train you think wreck. about that? It was awful. And I'm like, I, this, uh, uh, this relationship. I've got yogurt in my fridge that has a longer expiration date. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, that was doomed. Yes, but hey. He was hot at the time. He's mm-hmm. gone downhill. He has like a weird fro now. It's not good. <laughs> What's yeah. his name? We'll put that in the newsletter, yeah, folks. Yeah, you should. Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight. Knight like a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and she was. She has very bad things to say about him. Does she? Like most of them. You know what? This leads me into something that I wanted to bring up. So. What did you think about the Johnny Depp thing? Great question. Yeah. You know when Johnny Depp and his Amber Heard. Yes. Yeah. What do you think the story is behind that? And then how about how she donated all of the money that she got to charity? Well, not just any charity. One for domestic violence? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, to me, there's no question that Johnny Depp is an alcoholic. (laughs) No question. And an abuser... That is a symptom of the alcoholism. Yes. There we go. Um, oh, my God. But And she She's had video. Brave. Didn't you ever see the video? Wasn't it of her bruised up? And- no, it was <gasps> audio of him. No. And yeah, some video of him in their house, like, on a rampage. Holy fuck. Yeah. You know what? She's real brave. Yeah, she is. And could you imagine? She was so much younger than him. And, like, I guarantee you that she idolized him as an actor and all this stuff. And then when you find out what somebody's really like, the fact that she was able to not be clouded by admiration and love or anything like that and was able to, you know. I I mean, so... A lot of times wow. when people fixate on celebrity relationships and celebrity gossip, there's this pushback of sort of like, we just like to see the mighty fall. And there's something to that, that human nature does push people up onto pedestals and then love to watch them be t- torn down. But there's uh-huh. also a sense of like, oh, they're regular people. And I think a lot of women could relate to being Amber Heard by mm. being with this charming talented, handsome, wealthy man who also happens to be addicted to alcohol and abusive. And abusive relationships are very complicated and extremely hard to end because there's a a high that goes along with Mm -hmm. the horror of the low. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's not God, boring, it's such a cycle. right? It's not a lot of relationships that are healthy are quite boring. Well, people think that the opposite of of 
it, 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 sometimes it looks like love when mm-hmm. somebody gets um, over emotion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, or I shouldn't say it looks like love, but people confuse that for, oh, he must really care about me if he gets this out of control when I don't do what he wants or something like that in a weird, twisted way. Ugh. Yeah. And I think when we hear these things happening, and then there was, at that time, there were, um, oh, sorry, kicked you. There are a lot of people who are in his inner circle who stood up for him and were like, sure. not not my oh, friend Johnny God. Depp. Because the truth is, abusers are often very good at hiding these patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I bet the friends genuinely don't know. They probably don't. Well, you know what? I have a friend who came out after years of being married and being with somebody and said that there was... And you had no idea. And I had... Not only did I have no idea, but she was the last woman you would ever imagine. Mm -hmm. The last... That would be like if I, me, said, you know what? I'm in a... I am a victim of domestic Mm -hmm. abuse. You'd be like, no way. Mm -hmm. You were a strong female who speaks up for... Well, and, and you told me truth. that he was like the sweetest yeah. pie guy you've Nobody ever known. Nobody believed it, which is also super hard when everybody doesn't believe it. And you're like, well, that's my reality. And then you go, well, maybe they're right. Maybe this isn't that big of a deal. Maybe this, he is so sweet. Oh. Let me ask a controversial Ooh. question. Okay. Okay. So sometimes, oh, people are going to be mad. Sometimes abusive relationships are really like just this one way barrage of Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. There's a name for that. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, where this woman is just like beating the crap out of and then she forgives him what and he says I'm sorry. They call I love that you. battery. Uh, battering. Yes. Okay. And then there are these other relationships where both of them kick each other's that ass. That is what's called common couples violence. And it is more common than you think. No, I know. And it is, I want to say it's like 15% of relationships have, or maybe even higher, have experienced some form of common couples violence where both lash out in a way that's physical, but it's not rooted in one person creating fear or dominating the other. When it's battery and it's that domestic violence in that way, there's an in, whether it's male or female as the perpetrator, one person is in fear and it is a controlling like hierarchy and you know hierarchical relationship and very dangerous where one person is terrified yeah. and living in fear. The other one is one that you can absolutely work with in couples therapy is more common than you think is really just learning how to control those impulses. Well, cuz I've seen, I mean I've seen these women who basically mm-hmm. kick their partner's ass and like goad him on and be like, Ooh. hit me, go ahead, hit me. And I mean, those ones Not are okay. really troubling to really me. Really troubling. Well, and that kind of points to, to me, it, it points to somebody who's used to working problems like that. And then yeah. that was the way that they saw problems solved in their own families. Yeah. So I see that as a really like a multi-generational systemic problem that you have to look at the entire family system and structure in order to deal with that. And, and, you know, but that's, that's one that, that is, yeah, like I said, more common than you think and also needs to, can be worked on, can be, you know, so that you don't react like that. Whereas like one is like anger management, like one person really needs to do the the work and, and another one, it's both. Well, okay. So that's too heavy. We need to get back to the gossip. Well, we do need to get back to Amber Heard because do you know who she's dating now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Yeah, man. Mr. Tesla. Mr. Billions. Billions. He's, he's quirky. Yeah, he is. I, I mean, and isn't he like, didn't he get in a little bit of trouble for having some pro-Trump comments? Do I remember this or no? No, I didn't hear that. Let me, let me, let me look it up. Um, well, let me see what he says. While you're doing that, I, don't, I know what I have to know what his views are. May I, I was complimenting. So Sarah's all dolled up because she's the winner of a prestigious um, National Honor Society award. Something? Uh, just I was chosen What's to be called? member of the board of the National Honor Society chapter for my I mean, school come on. for marriage and family therapy. 
She's super fancy, and she had to come over today early because she's got to go to this ceremony. And she looks gorgeous. And I was commenting on her um, beautiful necklace. You have to take a picture of it. All right, I'm going to take a picture of it okay. because it's amazing. It is super cute. And it turns out it's from Le Tote. Pretty much at least one <laughs> item of my clothing or of my Me outfit. Me too. This is... Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say I haven't noticed that. You wear that shirt before. Yeah. Uh, is Le Tote. Right. Every day of the week. I love it. Well, so Le Tote is a subscription box, but it's different in the sense that... so. Instead of having to go to the mall and get clothes that you wear once and you take a picture on Instagram and then you can never wear it again, um, they send you new clothes every in every box that you can wear and, and love as much as you want and then send it back. Sarah loves it. You can send it back unwashed. I love that. I'm like, eh, <laughs> put it in the back, send it back. And then you get a new box of new of more items. So you can get up to... $700 worth of clothing oh in God, a month so from brands like Free People, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff. One State, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and so you wear as many of, you get as many of the totes in a month as you want. It's not like you just get one box, which is, you know, how some subscriptions work. And then you just keep repeating it. So if you want to try this service, you can go to letote, L-E-T-O-T-E dot com and get started for as low as $39 a month. Enter code BRAINCANDY at checkout to get 50% off of your first month, which is an even better deal. And when you sign up, you'll get your completely customized tote within days. Wear what you want. Oh return. My, God, it's my favorite thing to do in my free time is just scroll through and add things to my closet. <laughs> return everything in the mail when you're done and repeat all month long. Again, that's letote.com, L-E-T-O-T-E.com. Enter code BRAINCANDY. And you will look fabulous too. I am really loving it. I keep like everything I get now. And the best <laughs> That's is the I think you can keep stuff too at if you want. At a discounted want. price. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, I have a jacket that I just got from Latote. It's plaid and black and plaid. It's so cute. It's by BB Dakota. You can rent it on there too. And then I went, I was just curious. I'm like, let's see, because the membership price is like free. They're practically giving it away. And so I'm like, let's just see what the price it would be if I went online and bought it. $99. Oh, wow. $34 with my membership price. No I'm way. I'm absolutely buying it and keeping it. <laughs> Sarah's yelling at me right I know, now. I know, I am. And I go into class the other day, and they're like, oh my God, you look so cute. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm wearing my Latote stuff, and you guys usually see me in the same five outfits on Rotate. I so love every it. time I wear something new, they're like, oh my God, you look great. So well, the service look great is perfect too. for you because you're not a shopper. No, I'm not. This is perfect. Sarah was, her whole thing was like, oh, it's Target. <laughs> Which you always look cute, but you know you just weren't into like trying new right. stores. And those and stuff. Cl- they're not quality. This, I mean, this necklace is so cute. What were you looking up though? Damn, oh my I god! I'm I need you to go to the doctor and, and get, get on medicine. Oh, I was looking up whether Trump, uh, whether Elon Musk oh, yeah. was a Trump supporter. He was not, but he was uh, then appointed to be on the advisory council. Oh, well, that's fine. Economic Advisory Council. We need people like him on the freaking council. Yeah, so maybe that's good. Um, yeah, she's dating him, which is nice. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't beat the shit out of her. I don't think he will. How about how, like, every time Johnny Depp gets bad press, he shows up at goddamn Disneyland and surprises people at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Like, he sits oh. in that spot where it's like a wax guy, but it's really Johnny. Gross. And then he waves. I mean, why don't you... Somebody tweeted, like, why don't you just do that every day now, okay? Like, stop ew. bothering I, ew, us. Ew, 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 I feel like I'm he wants over Pirates to, of the Caribbean, too. I'm over personally. Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, me, too. Over it. <laughs> Where we've had it. But now I, I like I want to talk about something else. Oh, tell me. Do you have something you want to say? No, I just think Elon Musk is like kinda cute. Yeah, I mean I I wouldn't toss him out of bed for I wouldn't either. arms under the covers, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mean? at all. Uh I wanted to talk about two things two different celebrity things that I think are kind of parallel. Okay. First of all, Serena Williams being oh, pregnant. Oh, yeah. Congrats to her. Super congrats. Oh, my God. And that how child she... is going to be so good at sports. <laughs> how she won the Australian ah, Open when she was pregnant. That's so badass. Oh, my God. You know what? That's just about the badass. Well, come on. But here's what's annoying on two things. I can't. On Twitter, 
any excuse now when I get pregnant and I want to be lazy? No, it's, it's, I think it was called science news. It was this Twitter account that put out a video about how being pregnant was actually an advantage for her because your body's producing X, Y, Z. I can't, I can't even, I'm going to lose it. Right. Are you fucking serious? Serious. And, and, and people pointed out. I'm so mad. Can you imagine? Clearly this, whoever has never been pregnant. Clearly that person has a fucking dick. Right. Come on. The body is creating X amount of hemoglobin, whatever. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. The one, when, whenever a black woman (sighs) does something amazing, we have to explain it away. (sighs) You know? I can't. I know. You're (laughs) speechless. I'm like, I don't, you know what? When you started this conversation, you were like doing this hand thing where, that you do when you're like the same as me right now that I'm doing, where you like, your hands kind of come together in a point and you're like, I don't really know what to do with this information. That's yeah. how I feel. And I get why you were like that. It's disgusting. So Fuck to me, it's people. like, holy smokes, she can win even in her first trimester, which is brutal. Um, and winning without being pregnant is freaking amazing too. But her, the father of her child is a white man. What do you, what? Oh, I'm, okay, continue. The father of her child is a white man. What are you looking I'm at? I'm looking at one idiot, uh, this guy, Eli Naste. I don't even know who he is. Probably somebody in the tennis world, obviously. But he made a comment about how she's. Right. Oh, That's what I was getting at. Go ahead. My. What did he say? He said, at a news conference Saturday, he said, let's see what color it has. Chocolate with milk? Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And he didn't really apologize for it. He said he was just being spontaneous. Oh, so you're spontaneously racist as fuck? Oh, my God. So And that was the first reaction that he had. That was, the, that was supposed to be... That was his first reaction to her being pregnant. So what are your reactions to, you know, Serena announcing her pregnancy? Mm-hmm. Those are your reactions, right? Fuck you. It's disgusting. So, but a lot of um, folks have sort of been really fine and comfortable with Serena's um, choice of partner, whereas the recent scandal involving uh, woke hero Jesse Williams. You know Jesse, uh-huh. your, your dream man. Oh my god, he's so cute. But he has had a, a black wife. Yeah. And he had Are allegedly divorced. Yeah. Yeah. But pro- allegedly because he's with Minka Kelly, who is a white woman and people are commenting about how he's this here, you know, hero uh, of sort of the woke movement. Yeah. And I don't, what do you think? I don't like that. Which part? The part that says like, you can't be standing up for like civil liberties and the rights of African Americans and how we need to like make these be aware of injustices, but also be in love with somebody who's a different race than you. Well, I think that cheating is one. Okay. Well, part that of is horrible. We probably shouldn't do that. And that his wife was sort of, um, what I would consider to be an average looking yes. woman. And, and I bet I've, people in the beginning were like, wow, he's so like such a great guy for being with like a regular looking woman. I think people would also be mad if he had cheated with, like, Carrie Washington or another yes. really beautiful... Oh. I think there's two elements. There's the part where he cheated with a really beautiful woman, and then the, he cheated with a white woman. Is it... Oh. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. I wonder what, like... I could I could just imagine, though, what it would be like to be a male. I, I'm not giving them excuses by any means, like, giving them an out, but... If you're just being just showered in women all the time and they're coming out like just right and left, like it's just got to be the, t- I don't know. But here's the thing. The That's what it's like every day being a woman. Yeah, I literally I could fuck anyone yeah, I wanted true. anytime, not because I'm something special. But it's I don't think there's that how... biological urge to fuck everything. That's not the point. I know. The point is that the opportunity is there. Right. For all and you of don't us. Take it. 
yeah. to bang whoever we want, anytime yeah, we want. Point. And we're like, you know what? I'm going to be a civilized human being. You as, shouldn't cheat on your, your freaking spouse. As soon as so a man gets famous and has the same opportunity to fuck that women have all the time, they're like, they can't handle You're it. You're absolutely right. You know? Because that's what happens to all the real world guys when they like go on spring break and they're like, oh my God. Yeah, you're right. This is, do you recall a conversation we had with some, we've talked about it before, but some of the guys from the show have said that like they can bang so many people mm-hmm. and have so much opportunity to screw that they can't get it up anymore. Yeah. Like that nothing excites them. I've heard them. that from multiple guys in the channel. They, they, nothing excites them because. And they because, have to do weird shit. Like oh a God. lot of times they're like, I hear about two challenge guys who used to bring girls back together and they would like fucking high five in between. Like and they, they would like switch would, partners. Come on. I swear. In the houses yeah. or like hotels or Hotel, what? On like spring break trips and oh stuff. And these God. girls would be like more than happy to. Yeah. I can, I can see why they mm. would because they can. Yeah. But. The Jesse Williams thing, I mean, we don't even know for sure if he cheated. This is right. speculative. Right. But, I mean, what do you think? Does it make him any less of an advocate for African-American? I don't know. Okay, I have to click on the thing that says the real reason Jesse is splitting from his wife. Oh. It says and his friends kids. say he just wants to be a hot single guy in Hollywood. Well, that is a dumb reason. That's a real dumb reason. Everyone wants to be a hot single guy in Hollywood. Right. I mean, maybe it's just reason. one of like those the grass is always greener mm. thing. Like you know, uh, and maybe he was in love with somebody else. Fuck, I don't know. It it just here's what I know. He's dreamy. He's so cute. What about? And I love his wokeness. <laughs> um. Well, he's so eloquent. Uh-huh. And when he speaks, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep talking, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, what about Woo! the recent the recent scandal involving Bill Bill O'Reilly and how he hit on an African American woman at <gasps> Fox News and called her dark I, chocolate? I, I think it was. I can't believe it. Or no, hot chocolate. Yeah. Hot Damn. Chocolate. Stop making the references about food. Yes. And women yeah really oh my god yes but especially women of color it's always women of color and then they're like oh anybody who's any latino latina descent well i'll be latino will be something they have to Spicy, use yes yeah Cali- i'm like shut up <laughs> feisty fiery there's like certain adjectives that are used to describe um what do you think about so Caitlyn Jenner has a new book coming out. I think it's called The Lies of My Life or something uh-huh. like that. What, why did you roll your eyes? Because I, I, just, I was just listening to something on Howard Stern. I think it was on Howard Stern or MP, NPR because those are easily mixed up. Yeah, same diff. <laughs> same diff. Um, I just, I hate to be like this, but I just can't. I, I just think that somebody who stands for the trans community or wants to stand for the trans community can't stand for Donald Trump too. It's very strange. It's, I can't because I think that you're, there's a big part of me that's like, maybe you're just being kind of racist. Yeah. Because why would you be working well, against... Well, he's in the wrong family if he's racist. Well, yeah, that's true. Because they are big fans of all colors. Yes. Wow. Well, he, why is he... Lo- what? What? She. Oh, sorry. She. Oh, my God. Well, I was going to say, you met Caitlin once I did. when I Caitlin did. was presenting as Bruce. Yes. Um, how was that? Did great. you suspect any sort no. of weirdness? No. And I mean weird in the sense that, that at that she point was great. She, she was not out. No, not at all. And and really friendly and chatty and open really? and welcoming. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, told us tons of stories. Did Caitlin meet Caitlin? No. Oh. Just me and Chet. Bummer. Yeah. What kind of stories? Oh, there were stories about high school. Like some, I think Chet had some sort of something in common with, like, what they went to is the same. This, uh, yeah. 
There you go. You're killing me. I know. I don't mean to make it funny, but it really was that the two of them connected <laughs> on something, or Chet knew a story about. Well, they are. They are both was. conservatives. They are both conservatives. They sure connected on that. I'm sure. <laughs> well, um, so and I just don't think that one person can be the. It's always dangerous when that you try to make one person the representative or the speaker of an entire group. And if I were a member of which I am not, but because I can't speak to this, so I'm not part of that group, so I would never say like this is how the group feels about it, but I can understand how other members of the trans community could be like that's one story and you're you're telling a story of somebody who had it not nearly as bad as, you know, other people who really, if you're in the celebrity, you know, you have money and you have resources and you can do an interview with Barbara Walters and all this stuff transitioning. It's like transitioning almost with a net of like social support and people who, even if you have people who are like, that's awful, you still have, you know, time magazine saying like, we support you or whoever it is. I know people in the trans community who are like, I was fucking homeless. I was kicked out of my house. I had to find hormones on the streets that sometimes were really dangerous. And I had to choose whether I wanted to eat or get hormones. Mm -hmm. And like, really, like those were the, because it was more important for them to live their true and honest self. And like, you're not hearing that story. You're, You're hearing of like, so I feel like... I don't like when we limit, when we, we just write one story for one group, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Bite.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I mean, to a certain extent, I really enjoyed watching the Caitlyn story unfold, Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. because... Well, it's fascinating. Yeah, of course. Um, Caitlin is a very charismatic mm-hmm. and interesting human being. Yes. And has been in the public eye for 40 years, mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And the the part about how Bruce Jenner... And by the way, I heard this when you refer... Like, if I were to actually call Caitlin Jenner Bruce, mm-hmm. that's called dead naming. Like if I were to, hey, hey, Bruce, but oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that that you're referring to them by their dead name. Yeah. I never heard that before. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't heard that term either. But I'm just saying when Caitlin was presenting as Bruce mm-hmm. um, and was a decathlete mm-hmm. and a gold medalist and the strongest and most athletic, mm-hmm. quote unquote, man in the world, mm-hmm. how interesting mm-hmm. For that person to be trans, yes, of all the people in the world, somebody that's very much defined by traits that are masculine or seemed, yeah, masculine. I mean, I told you, I think I don't know if it was on the air, but how my friend Oliver and I have talked because Oliver is a historian. He does a lot of work with um, people who use performance enhancing drugs uh-huh. and stuff, and how back when. Bruce Jenner was competing in the Olympics. That was rampant, and mm-hmm. undoubtedly Bruce was a part of that scene. And there's some question as to whether those um, mess up the chemical, whatever. Normal hormonal. I don't, I, and I know that that's a controversial thing to even wonder because people, you're just supposed to take people's word for it. This is who I am. This is who I've always been. Mm-hmm. But I think there's more to the story when you're dealing with the anatomy of the human body and the yeah, complicated it's real complicated substances that were being used at that time mm-hmm. to contribute to strength building hormonal changes mm-hmm. whatever something to think about anyway how about and maybe when you flood the body with testosterone that there's an estrogen balance that has to happen 
there's a lot of questions that that. I really I look forward to more research being done. I, me too. Like it doesn't change whatever. Caitlyn Jenner right. is Caitlyn Jenner. D- but doesn't change. Yeah. It's an interesting. Your brain chemistry is your brain chemistry, but that is. And I don't hear people talking about it. And I think it's because that's something that's frowned upon to even theorize about. I think because people will go with it in another direction that says that it's not something that you're born with, which is what you don't want people to be. You don't want that argument because it, in very many ways, is something. It, it is. Those yeah. people. I mean, when you meet a five year old who's like, no, I'm really a girl. Yeah. You're like, you were born that way. Yeah. Um, did you happen to read about the um, situation with The Bachelor, Chris Solis? Oh, my God. Is this the when he got in a car accident and then he ditched the scene of the crime? Holy fuck. I mean, he's in big... I crime. accidentally ran into this story because I was doing research for this paper I'm doing on the effects of reality television. So I just wanted to... I just typed into my search, like reality stars and scandal, whatever. And that was like, just had happened. Yeah. Holy. So he was Well, that other person is in big trouble. What other person? Who picked him up. I didn't know someone picked him up. Zeus. I thought he just left in his pickup truck. No. He He left his truck? Because it was in an accident. I think he couldn't drive his truck or something. He had somebody else. Do you think they weren't going to find out whose truck it was? He called called somebody. Now they're tracing the phone records of who he called. And he got picked up in a red truck and drove away from the scene of the crime. And if whoever picked him up knew that he had just been in an accident, then they're guilty of, like, aiding and abetting or something like that. Or, like. I don't know. That is so crazy. If you're not familiar, Chris Solis was on The Bachelor a couple seasons ago. He is an Iowa farmer, and he was Mr. Like, like, you know, just Mr. Farmer guy, super sweet. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, And he... Was he super sweet? Is he super sweet? Yeah, he was... We watched that season. He was real nice, real funny, um, charming, he picked a woman named Whitney, who's a nurse, and they broke up. But, you know, he seemed like a decent dude. Mm-hmm. And this is something that is interesting to me because it involves reality TV and how it totally, totally messes up your life. Yeah. Because this man was a freaking farmer in Iowa. He sure was. And he's probably going to go to jail for many years. <sighs> And I can't help but wonder the ways in which his stardom contributed to his decision to number one. It absolutely did. Holy crap, Suze. Like, first of all, drinking and driving. Second of all... Well, the feeling of invincibility goes hand in hand with the narcissistic traits that that are, are... amplified when you are on reality television. Or the fear of, I'm going to be all over the news tomorrow, yes. and I don't want to deal with this, and yes. I'm going to run away, yeah. like a fight or flight. And he flew mm-hmm. and fled. And now, not because he was in an accident, but because he fled, he will probably go to jail. Mm-hmm. And Bachelor franchise has had said nothing like when something great happens, if he had married Whitney and had a baby, they'd put it on People magazine. But whenever he's in this accident, the bachelor's like, "We have no comment." Really? You have no comment? Oh my god. So it says that he had called 911 and he tells This the, is bonkers. He told the operator that there was no address. So like I'm at a plate, there's no address. He reveals that the that he had hit a tractor and the tractor plunged to okay. a, into the ditch, and he revealed that the person that he hit was conscious, but was not conscious and didn't appear to be breathing. Oh my and then God. on the call, the unidentified he asked an unidentified person at the scene to perform CPR. So there was somebody else there, and Jesus he said, Christ. "Perform CPR," and he said, "I don't know how." And then they said that he checked his pulse, and then. He hung up with the operator and said, I'll call back. And then they he left the scene of the crime. And then whoever was there with the person had called 911 and said, 
I think the person that you're look like when you pick it up, it'll be Chris Souls from The Bachelor. Why and then do you he was think arrested. Chris left? And then why would he leave? That is so dumb. Yeah. Do you well, think was, it was fear? Yeah. Because he had been drinking and he was afraid of that arrest rather than what he's now going to get, which is way worse. Yeah, I don't know. This is what I'm saying to people. The crime is never as bad as the lie you tell. Right. The, the way that you, like in his case, leave the scene of a crime. He had alcoholic beverage containers in the car. Yeah. And this is what oh I'm saying God. that... You're going to be in so much trouble. When you're on these shows, people say, well, that, what does that have to do with The Bachelor? He was drinking, he's driving, he made a bad decision. It has everything to yes, do with it. Yes, it does. Because your whole life... It is now through a lens of oh I am this guy from this show, and if I fuck up, yeah. I will be on TMZ, right. and every news outlet will cover my demise. It was in the New York Times, yeah. and so you you're it clouds your judgment. Like you no longer know what the right thing to do is, even though it, to us it seems so obvious. Oh my god! It's it yeah it it really does. Get your, you just can't think straight because you start catastrophizing everything and think about, I mean, that's, oh my God, then people are going to know then like, that's how I felt about the rape situation with when that I was in was the reason that I didn't report it mm-hmm. wasn't because I didn't think I should. It mm-hmm. was because that then I would be, oh, I'd have to re be re-victimized, yeah. but keeping it a secret means living with it, but not having to deal with it publicly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things you might not think about, yeah. in, you know, with regards to these Ugh. things. But I just, I couldn't believe it when I saw that because I feel horrible about the person that lost their life. And I feel horrible about Chris who might, mm-hmm. his life might be ruined in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it will. I, uh, this is in no way, uh, uh, you know, equal comparison, but I was camping with some friends in a place that we camp all the time that's out in the woods and it's not an actual designated campsite. It's just a place that's by a summer camp we went to when we were kids. And one of the people that we go camping with is an actual firefighter. So I felt pretty safe and we were following all the rules, but we had an illegal fire. We dug a hole. We had it next to the rock. I mean, technically it's an illegal fire and the Rangers came by and they were like, here's the deal. I could give you all tickets for arson. Oh my God. Because you're starting a fire in the forest where like they could make it as severe as they want. But instead he's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you choose one person to get the ticket and I'm going to give you a ticket for attending an illegal fire, not actually starting the fire. Cause it's like, I mean, we had all the things to put all the safety precautions. Like we had the jugs of water. It was underneath a rock. Did you know it was illegal? Yeah, we knew. We, uh, we were illegally camping where we were. <laughs> Everything was not right. But it was like where we went to summer camp, so it's like no problem. We would just like sneak in the back way. We, I mean, how did we've been doing it for you? like 20 years and nobody ever caught us. And then one year we, they just caught us. I don't know why. Well, so what did you do? And so we, at the moment, when I looked around, we had one person who uh, is a uh, in the school system, one person who is a, this is like the, individuals I'm hanging out with, they're like, Wait. the last people you're giving this ticket to. So we have like the firefighter, the person who's in education. Then we have, uh, the other guy is a, um, child welfare. Uh, he works with the children, child welfare system. Like he's the person who decides whether the child can like, like high up in that department and me who was, and then me and then one other guy who worked in production in film. Who do you think got the ticket? Gotta be not you. No, that guy, production guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like either any one of you. That's a story. Sarah from the real world gets so, a ticket. Because we didn't know what would happen. Because we also had to show up to court. We had to like we all we chipped in. We all had to pay. And my yeah. court, and we're like, okay, well, which one How of us? How much is was the, the ticket? I think it was four hundred bucks. Then we just split it up. But poor Jake had to go take one for the team, and he has attending an illegal fire on his record because he was like, okay, decide amongst yourselves who should be the one to take the ticket. And we all looked at each other like, well, fuck, I can't do it. Oh. No, he knew right away. He was like, I, I got this one, guys. Oh, my God. That cop's a dick. I don't know. A cop's kind of nice. Dick. 
Yeah, but I was, uh, you know me, I'm like, sir, it was all us, we did it, you can, here, I'll sit on the curb with my hands behind my back, I'm ready to get arrested. I, I mean, I was so nervous. No, I mean, I get And I'm like, quick, hide he, the It could have been, he, it was a male cop? Yeah. It could have been so much worse and he could have done. It helped that we had the firefighter there. Because he was like, I'm with this and this, but I understand that, you know, this. It's um, almost worse, though. Right, because it's like, you of all people should know better. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was no excuse, but there was an excuse. Um, Tell me what you, well, first I will say that, um, did you see my beautiful flowers that came today? I sure did. I got beautiful, I don't even know what kind they are. I think they're chrysanthemums. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Can you spell that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Um, they were sent to me via Books, the Books Company, which is our favorite farm to town. Come on, Susan. Try again. <laughs> Try again. Farm to table flowers. Um, and they are really focused on sustainability, beauty, making the people you care about feel loved. Mm-hmm. What's not to love about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it's so nice to get flowers delivered in the. Not only that, way. but they're gorgeous and they lo- they're long-lasting blooms at an affordable price. Hello. You know what? I will say that that makes the biggest difference it does. in what because I buy some bouquets on my own that yeah. I like cheap out for. Yeah. And that lasts a whole 24 hours yeah, thanks before for I'm nothing. throwing it away. Then I buy other ones. They last for 2 weeks. Yeah. They and right now they have tulips, roses, lilies, orchid. I love orchids, hydrangeas. Um Oh, I love hydrangeas too. And the site is super modern and simple, so there's none of that weird. You know, sometimes on those flower sites, you're like, "What did I just order?" And when like, it's all of a sudden seven thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. at the end, and you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't know I had to buy everything, including the the saran wrap to wrap it." It's like strolling through an online farmers market. That's what I feel like with oh, Books.com. Yeah. Um, but save 20% when you shop there for Mother's Day. Um, you can get a special offer. Through uh, the code Brain Candy. So go to books, B O U Q S dot com, enter code Brain Candy and get 20% off. Get mama some flowers for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. Um, yes. And it says that they're responsibly sourced, so they should last up to two weeks. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, see, make your mommy smile. B O U Q S dot com brain candy. And if you want to know my favorite bouquet, it's called I think it's called the unicorn bouquet. Oh jeez, of course it is. So beautiful. By the way, did you try the? uh, I love that one. Did you try the unicorn frappuccino yet? No, but why has everybody freaking got a boner for this unicorn frappuccino? I don't know. I I like every kid has one. I I mean, it's just one of those stupid things. Mariana got her kid one. They're like 500 calories. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, this can't be good for you. No. I am... Anything that is that... My poor children are never going to be allowed to eat anything that's like one of those bright colors. Yeah. Because that just... It's not natural, man. No. No. <laughs> no. What's in it? It's like... Um... And what's it taste like? Somebody said it tastes like mango. Oh, really? That's what... Wait, uh... are people saying it's delicious? This changes everything. <laughs> Uh, Mateo said it tasted like mango, but then he, like, Mariana was like, Three-year-olds is are it not good? Reliable or and he gave this thumbs up sign where, like, he's saying that it's good because he wanted it real bad, and he can't admit that it's not good because he probably fought for it. So, he was like, uh-huh. Well, I, to me, the unicorn frappuccino is kind of like the swan floaty device of 2017. You have one of those, I know. I have one in my pool right now. But you know how they're super trendy? Everyone has I one of those swans yeah. in their pool. Yeah, I love it. And, but they didn't exist five years You're ago. You're totally right. It's this weird <gasps> new thing. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, did you see Kim Kardashian's new... What she came out I with? I think you sent it to the me. The pool yeah. toy? Yeah. Of her butt? Booty. Oh, booty my floaty. God, she's really capitalizing on her ass set. Sure, ha- sure is. I saw a picture though of her ass, and is it fake Aruski? It's fake Aruski. I didn't for know sure. that. I mean, she's got a lot of cellulite and stuff like that, which we—I mean, I do too. I am a—I am a dimply queen over here, and I don't even care who knows it because guess what? That's just you—you you aren't my anyway. genetic body type. Is well, no, there's nothing wrong with cellulite, nothing but wrong. What else? is that what the picture was? Well, like, I do think that you can see that there's... I don't think that she has butt implants, but I think that she's had those injections where... Because you can see there's just a little... I 
What is an injection a, in your ass? It's the same as the stuff in your fat lips? Out of, yeah, they take fat out of one area and they put it in another. You're kidding me. Yeah. That sounds great. Right? <laughs> like they could take it out Dude, of my if tummy. I could afford this, the b- body treatments that this woman has. So they take it out of like a problem area and then they put it where, where you'd prefer to have it? Yeah. I Are think there, they, can they put it in your boobs? Everybody's like, why won't she be honest about her fake butt? So I'm going to have to look at butt transformation over the years. I mean, I don't mind. It says Kim Kardashian admits to butt injections, but there's a catch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's see what, what that says. What could the catch be? I know. I don't know. Probably like... People say Injections sh- of love. It's like B12 or something. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be something annoying like that, I'm sure. It's like when people would say they had a deviated septum so that when they got their nose oh, job. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, my husband really does have a deviated <laughs> septum, and I want him to get that surgery so bad, but he refuses to get it because he doesn't want people to think he got a nose job. Oh, well, he should let I'm that so go. I'm so annoyed. No, I won't let it go, No, Suze. no, he should. Oh, I okay. <laughs> and I said I should. I was like, no, because i got to deal with his snoring, and he's a mouth breather, and if he got the surgery, he wouldn't, and his cardio would be better. Yeah, he should I do it. I keep telling him, and then I'm like, honey, just try to breathe, and it's like... That's awful. And then his little sister got it done. So I know it's genetic. And I'm like, yeah. get the fucking thing done. He won't do it. People tweet him or Instagram at, on my husband's oh my page God. and comment, so get the surgery done. For Christ's sake. Well, uh, what's, the, what's the catch with Kim Kardashian? Uh, it, won't, it won't let me click on it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to click on it. Well, while you're doing that, I'll talk yeah. about the brain, what the brain does when you are, like, dealing with celebrity gossip. <gasps> what? Basically, the juicy gossip or negative social information is the same whether it's a famous person or someone you know. That basically your brain gets that little... Mm-hmm. Dopamine fix. Yeah, that we... There must, evolutionarily speaking, be a reason that our brains are hardwired to enjoy... The schadenfreude sort of, you know, the misfortune of others? It is the misfortune of others. I think there's something about our position in, like, the social hierarchy that moves. Maybe we feel like we move up a bit when we can, like, do kind of a social comparison to that individual. And if we rate them at a lower moral, like, I don't know level or whatever you want to call it than what we would rate ourselves. We're like, oh, look at me. I feel, I think that's why people like reality television shows. Yeah, I suppose. I was watching, there's this guy on Twitter who I interviewed recently. I'll have to post the interview. His name, he goes by Science Mike and he is so cool and nice. And he did this thing on Twitter yesterday about the brain, three parts of the brain, sort of like the human part, which is, it's like, as thick as a napkin on the outer layer, then the like ape part, uh-huh. and then the reptilian part at the core, uh-huh. and how he's like, this is the part that makes you like flip people off in traffic, yes. you know? That literally makes reptiles eat their baby babies. Right. That is what it comes from. That reptilian brain is like the kind of brain that your instant, your um, drive to keep yourself alive is more important than your social connections, more important than the feelings of others. So if you feel threatened, if anything, if you do anything or experience anything that threatens your whatever, mm-hmm. the like instant most animalistic response is that like reptilian brain response of like attack the other person. Yeah, and I never knew that it was literally like this and yep. that it's inside of yep. It's like Russian dolls of your brain. Yeah. And the very last outer layer is really what makes people people. And and he did such a great job of explaining it. Where is this? Who is this from? Science Mike, Mike McKaig. He's on Twitter. And he wrote a book that I just read called Finding God in the Waves. And um, because he's somebody who's spiritual, and he has his own podcast, actually, and talks about that, the way that he can make sense of science he's so smart yeah but also his um deep sense of spirituality and wonder and cool yeah he's a really cool guy and super nice and i i really recommend you follow him but yeah to answer the uh the butt injections not being what they you think she said it was uh that she got in cortisol injections to help with psoriasis and she said that originally the rumors started because there was a, a picture of like her in a tight blue dress that has like an indent 
like a little dimple in her butt. And she said that's where the rumors started that she had a fake behind. But I have one dimple, like a big one, in my butt. I have a very natural, never had any injection. This is all me, baby. But I got a dimple in my butt. And if I wear a tight dress, you can absolutely see it. And just one that's like not cellulite, but like a dimple. That's cute. And uh, so do you believe her then? uh, Do I believe that her butt is real or fake? I believe she's had injections. Cortisol. But I believe it's for more than just psoriasis. Come on. They should all just come clean. I mean, come on. Yeah, who cares? Like, I always laugh when any of the Kardashians use the no filter hashtag. It's like, you can't really do that after plastic surgery. Right. right? When your whole life is a freaking filter. Yeah, that's silly. So I guess there were bathing suit pictures that came out that I guess she didn't approve or didn't have airbrushed or whatever. That are of just her, like, hanging out in Mexico with, like, a real, just her. And Mm -hmm. it's like. Great. Yeah. Just be yourself, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, that's, that's the message, take-home message for today. All right. That's all for today, people. That's it? hmm Oh, my God. We didn't even get to Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Oh, my God. I know. I kind of hijacked your list. I was just like, hey, what do you think of Bill O'Reilly? What do you think of... <laughs> well, you know what's funny is half the things that you said were on my list. Oh, that's good. Bill O'Reilly was on my list. The other one that we did not get to that I would have loved to talk about, we maybe will have to do a part two, is Prince Harry. Oh, my God. And his Megan. Uh-huh. I wish it was his Susie. <laughs> do you? I love him. Oh, my God. My schizophrenic aunt, who has now passed away, said that she used to have dreams that I would end up with Prince Harry one day. Weird. And she was like, the spirits tell me that you'll be queen. And I was like, oh, fuck, this lady's a nut job. I wish I had ants like that. Yeah, well, Mine are all fun. like, you're a loser. Yours think you're going to be queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I do love so, Prince Harry. I love how naughty he is. Yeah, me too. He's not as much anymore, but he's still got that sparkle in his eye. I love people like that. Yeah, we'll you have that. another episode. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 